Welcome to the Confidence and Communication Podcast. I'm your life coach, Jessica Dumas. I'm a professional speaker and coach who empowers women everywhere to use their voice to take up space and change the world. My goal is to help you speak with clarity and confidence while giving you practical guidance and tools by sharing real life experiences of overcoming. So turn up the volume and grab a pen. You're going to want to write this down. Hey, my favorite listener, here's a crazy question you might be asking yourself. How does someone become a professional speaker and that be their career? Have you ever asked yourself, how do people end up having jobs that they love so much and that's all they do? This is how do people end up having speaking as a career? Ever asked yourself that? I sometimes can't believe how odd it is that I do this. I used to dream about this. Um, I'm probably going to talk about this in another episode, but this week, September 2021, marks eight years that I've been a certified life coach. So I'm really excited about that. I'll probably talk more about that in another episode. I don't know what I'm going to say about it just yet. However, I used to dream about this. I used to dream that I would be the one on stage. I used to dream that whenever I showed up at an event, I was the one on the stage. I was the one that had the mic. I was the one giving this speech. I was the one like, I I love this. I love this shit. So this is how it started for me. And then what I want to be able to give you in this episode is how do you pick a topic and just start speaking? Because ultimately, that's that's what you got to do. That's what it takes. So I'm going to talk you through that. But before we get there, I want to tell you a story about how, like, how did this actually happen for me? So it started way back when, probably around the same time that I got my life coaching certification. I was working random jobs because I was trying to find out, you know, what am I good at? What do I love? What do I want to do? And for a few years, I started doing event planning. I did everything that had anything to do with events because I loved attending events. And I realized that if I started volunteering, so I started volunteering at events and uh, and then I started getting paid to do it. But I realized that once I got involved with events and I got to go to events, eventually I realized that's like not the fun side of the event. I still loved the event planning, but I love much more being on stage. So when I started, I started volunteering and and this is like goes way back even before the certification days. And I talk about how I volunteered in so many different areas for, for years, like since high school. But if there was an event, like I was extra excited to attend, I would help with registering. I would help with like sending out invites or selling tickets to the event, but I would volunteer for a very long time just to be at the events, just to participate and attend the events because I just loved it. I loved the energy. Eventually, I got paid as an event planner. I started actually planning events, booking venues, booking entertainment and speakers, picking meals, uh, like everything, setting place cards on the tables. But my favorite part of it was facilitating and organizing the speakers and creating event agendas and creating speaker scripts and like getting the biographies from the speakers and their photos and that sort of thing. And then helping the speakers get prepared and know what to expect at the event, like all of it. I loved all of it coming together. 
And then eventually I realized, I don't want to do this part. Like, I want to be the speaker. So at a particular event that I was at years ago, I was working at at an event. I started to pay attention to who was on stage. So this was obviously before I was more hands-on with the speakers. Often I noticed that the speakers were CEOs of organizations or big companies, but people who they were there on behalf of a company, right? That's typically what we see or large organizations. They have different speakers that come to speak on certain topics. But one day there was this woman who was on the stage and she was there as a professional speaker. And this is what she did for a living. And I was like, what? You can do that? Like I was, I was blown away. And I was like, oh my God, I want to do that. I would love to do that. I would love to have that life. Like how cool is that? You write talks and then you just show up and people pay you to tell them your talks. That's incredible. And I wanted to do that. I wanted to be the one on stage. I remember looking up on stage literally. And that's what I wanted to do. And this, this is what I do now. It's freaking crazy. Of course, throughout the years, as I've shared before, I had lots of fear. I had lots of doubt about the fact that I could, you know, be confident, be a good speaker, be someone that is worth listening to. And I really struggled with the fact that I didn't have a university degree. I was a single divorced mother of three sons. I had a grade 12 education and I wanted to be a life coach, but I had no idea what I was coaching people on. And a lot of the coaches that were already out there, like Tony Robbins, is that his name? He had a book, right? Like everyone was an author. So here are some things on what I wish I knew then, which of course I know now. And I'm so excited to be working with my new clients in the CNC collab. If you haven't heard about that, send me a DM. Or my speaking up program will also give you some of the details of what I'm about to talk about. Okay, so let's dive in. The first thing that I want to talk about is pick a niche on what you want to be known for. And when I talk about this in this particular conversation, I'm talking about building a professional brand. So in a moment, we'll talk about your talk and your topic. But this one right here, your professional brand. So for years, I was doing this, I didn't even realize I was doing this. So of course, like I said, what I wish I knew then that I know now. So finding out who you are. So in one of my episodes, I talked about how well do you know yourself? Are you doing assessments? Do you look at those assessments? What are you good at? What do you like? What do you love to talk about? So so who are you? That's something that you really need to identify. And again, you get to choose, right? That's something I love to say. And I feel like that's been the theme of like my life in the past years. You get to choose. So figure out who you are what you're good at, what you like. Once you know those things, once you know, I'm good at this, and I like to do this thing, I like to talk about this topic, then determine what you want to be known for. And then you get to choose to be obsessed with that thing. So I would learn every single angle of a topic. So for example, I want to be known as a speaker coach, I want to be known as a woman who supports other women in using their voice. So it's up to me to know and get obsessed with speaking. So what are people's fears about speaking? What are what are their worries? What are their dreams? What are they afraid is going to happen? What actually happens? What goes on in their head? You know, what are they thinking when they look up at someone in this that's speaking on stage? Often it's something like I could have done that, right? I could have given that speech. So determine what it is that you want to be known for and get obsessed with that thing. Allow yourself to get obsessed with that thing. 
And again, we're still talking about the your professional brand. The third thing is know the industry. So who else is doing what it is that you want to do in that area, in that field, and then identify how you're different and how do you stand out from them. So in the CNC collab, we talked very specifically about building your professional brand, and that's going to be really important as well as part of this journey. But where I'm going to dive into next is picking your topic, right? My speaking topic started with leadership. I also did a few years of Indigenous awareness, but right now back to leadership and speaking. So my goal, my wish, my the love that I have in speaking is speaking to women about leadership. And, and then that evolved to women as speakers. So helping women as speakers, because I want more women to speak, speak up at the tables, you know, put their hand up. I want women to speak, be the ones on stage, because women want to be at more tables. Women want to be the ones making more decisions. And I know that we are in many of those places and 100% absolutely we should be. But I want more women there, right? I want women sharing their ideas. I want women sharing their opinions. And even though there are women there, many of us are doing it, there's still people who are intimidated by it. And I was there, I was very much intimidated about being that speaker. Because I know that when women do all of these great things, that more great things happen, right? Women are the economic drivers, the decision makers in our homes. Women, for the most part, are raising our children. And when women make more money, good things happen, right? And being a confident and clear speaker, whether it's on stage or at the office, it helps you make more money because you can ask for what you want. And when you become very clear and confident in speaking on a particular topic, then you can get paid to do that, right? So, so the first one that I'm going to invite you to write down is pick your topic. So when you get known for a thing, you get more referrals right? I got an email this morning that said, Jessica, you were highly recommended for this work. And so they sent me an email with, you know, all the descriptions of the work. So you get referrals. I don't apply to speak anywhere. And I actually never have. I've always gotten invited to speak. I'm not saying that you can't. You definitely can apply to speak. And before I leave, I want to give you a couple of places where you can go and do that. But the best thing is to get known for a thing and then get referrals, right? More speaking requests. And when you spend time getting more focused, getting more obsessed with a topic, getting more clear and clear on that thing, then you get to spend more time talking about that thing. You get more time talking about the thing that you love. And, and that's exciting. That's how you get to become a paid speaker talking about things that you love. Is just get very clear, pick your topic and get really clear on it. The second thing that you can do is you can create your signature talk. Sometimes people might think, oh, I'm just going to create one talk. Well, ultimately, you want to create one major talk. And then through that, you're going to have some other themes that are going to sort of come out of it. And often what you can do with those themes and your signature talk is you can create workshops and other spin-off opportunities to make more money. But when you create a signature talk, and you practice giving it to different groups, you get better and better at talking about it. And there's so many ways that you improve with storytelling and body language, which of course is like a huge part of communicating. But create your signature talk and get known for that thing. So just write the talk, just write it. What is it that you want to talk about? 
and practice telling that talk, getting better and better. And sometimes what will happen is you might be launching your talk and you're about to tell a a high point in the story and maybe it bombs, right? Then you know next time, this is a good part of my story. What did I do wrong? How can I make this better? So getting better and better and better at talking about your story. That's super valuable. Create your signature talk. You just need one talk to get started. After you have your signature talk, and I'm going to give you a bunch of like little things in here too, but number two is your signature talk. That's the second thing that I want you to write down. Ultimately, what you'll end up doing is you want to create a talk pitch. All of this I walk you through in my Speaking Up program, but your talk pitch is one to two paragraphs that talk about who you are on this topic. It's not a biography. It's just something very brief about who you are, maybe or maybe not, actually. And then maybe three things that listeners will take away from your from your talk. Here's an example. If you follow me on Instagram, you know recently that I had a talk at the uh, Springfield Chamber of Commerce and I was invited to come and speak on uh, Social Media 101 or something like that. And so here's my talk pitch. All new clients are looking you up online before they approach your business. Are you on social media? Jessica will be sharing different ways to maximize and connect with your audience through Instagram using newsfeed stories and reels. So I didn't say who I was in that, that example. However, I did give people, the listeners, ideas on what they're going to take away from the talk. So that's something that you're going to be asked for when you get invited to speak. So once you say, okay, I have a signature talk and you reach out to someone, they're going to ask you, well, what's your pitch? So just you know, a a one paragraph of this is what people are going to get from my talk. But like I said earlier, you can apply to speak, you can ask people to speak, you can contact your local chamber of commerce and say, hey, I'm offering this talk. And I'd love if of course, if that's who your ideal audience is, I'd love to share this with your audience. But I invite you to do it for practice. So when you have the opportunity to go out and to speak to groups, anybody, don't think about the fact that oh, they might not be my ideal client, or they might not be my, uh, you know, the person that I want to speak to, I encourage you do it for practice. There's little things that you can do to like tweak your message to make it fit. But as long as you're connecting with stories, then ultimately, many people will resonate with your talk. But getting clear on your talk, clear on your signature talk, creating your signature talk is also going to be really important and helpful for your marketing. And when you're talking about it on social media, you need to be specific when you pick your topic. And the third thing that I want you to write down is what do you want your legacy talk or your signature talk to do? What do you want to accomplish with this? What is your ultimate goal? So again, when I talk about my leadership talk, or I talk to women about using their voice, I want to inspire more women to take steps of confidence in their career. And I want to help women use their voice to take up space, right? If they're in the boardroom, I want them to feel confident to raise their hand. So using body language. And, and speaking up and then taking up that space, not allowing others to cut her off, but using that, that confidence in her voice to take up that space and say what she needs to say, because most often she's speaking up for someone else, right? That's another thing that women do. And, and then ultimately, as part of my business, I want women to come to me for coaching. So I want to help women do that, right? That, because that's what I love to do. That's what I love to help women do is feel confident and supported while they're doing that. The fourth thing that I want you to write down is who is your audience? And I'm going to give you some ideas on how do you identify 
who your audience is. And I've taken some training in marketing. I don't have official training in marketing. I have unofficial training in marketing. But ultimately, what you want to do is you want to speak directly to people who are in specific groups. So for example, if you're speaking to entrepreneurs, if you're speaking to brand new entrepreneurs, you know that brand new entrepreneurs struggle with this thing, then that's your audience. And there's a difference between people who have been entrepreneurs for five years, right? They're having different challenges. Brand new entrepreneurs might struggle with how to get the word out about their business, how to make sales, how to find their audience. Five-year entrepreneurs might be thinking about how do I grow my business? How do I create passive income? Like, I don't know. There's just people are at different stages. So speak to the stage of where people are. So maybe you're speaking to aspiring leaders. Maybe you're speaking to brand new moms. Maybe you're speaking to moms of uh, teenagers, right? So speaking to people who are at a specific area that they want to grow. So for example, some of the people that I'm following on Instagram is I follow some influencers and people who teach you how to create reels, right? I also follow people who teach you how to be more spiritually woke, right? Not everyone is going to follow people who want to be spiritually woke. It's not for everyone, right? Some people might follow pages that talk about Christ, right? Like everybody is different. So be very specific on who is your audience and what is it that they're seeking? What stage of it are they at? That's how specific that you want to get in determining who you really want to talk to. So who is your audience? So I just want to recap those uh, four that I just talked about. So pick your topic, create your talk, just write your talk and identify what is the goal of your talk or what are three things that people are going to take away from your talk. And then who is your audience? And when we talk about who is your audience, I know I've said a few things about this already, and I don't want to be all over the place. But ultimately, when you want to write a talk and get started as a speaker, just start speaking, write your talk and just start speaking. If you can speak to high school classes, if you can speak to university classes, like those are the best. Because first of all, many of us want to influence and um, encourage youth anyway. So and maybe that's not your ideal audience. But if we're talking about university courses, so maybe you are a paramedic and you want to speak to nurses, right? Maybe you are an accountant and you want to speak to aspiring accountants, right? There's a lot of students who are in all the different faculties. So pick your faculty or pick people who will eventually be exposed to your work and there's something that you want them to know. Like you can find your audience all over the place. There's networks, like specific associations, like there's so many different places. But one of the things that I think people are most afraid of is picking a niche topic. So picking your topic, right? It's easy to say, pick your topic, write your talk and just go speak. But people are afraid to pick their topic. Again, my speaking at program shows you exactly how to do this. Uh, The speaking at program is a passive program. uh, But the CNC collab is the way to work with me to help get like direct feedback from me. But one of the things that I should say is when you pick your legacy topic, when you pick your focus, your niche focus, it's not set in stone. I think people are so afraid, like, oh, my God, I can't pick this one thing and just talk about this one thing for the rest of my life. How can I do that? First of all, you can. But second of all, it's not set in stone. It will evolve. But what I would encourage you to do and what I encourage my speakers to do is focus on this one topic for three to four months. As you move forward in 
creating your talk, finding your audience in all of these stages, your message will evolve because as you practice, you'll get better and better, right? And so your message is going to evolve. And maybe, for example, for me, maybe you think your message is leadership, 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 but ultimately it's speaking, speaking, speaking. You don't know that. But without picking a niche, you're still just going to be like throwing spaghetti at the wall, right? Like you'll attend a talk, maybe have a great talk and walk away wondering, like, why was that talk so good? But all the other talks were, you know, not just hitting the point. Picking a niche is is the most important part of identifying what do you want to be known for? How do I get to spend time doing what I love, talking about what I love, and then getting called on, getting referrals for doing exactly what you love. So don't be afraid of picking the niche. It's not set in stone. If you have three, let's say you have three that you're like, I don't know which one to pick from, then write each out in a list in three columns and under each of them, just start writing all of the topics that are important to you that you want to cover. And then what I encourage you to do is go back and then start circling. Okay, what do I really want to talk about? And then ultimately just pick one, just pick a niche because that's what you need to do to get started. So pick your topic, create your talk. So just write your freaking talk, identify the goal of your talk and identify your audience. And that's what I have to share with you today. I wish I knew all of this when I started as a coach, when I started as a speaker, but I know this now, so I'm happy to share that with you. And let me know any other questions that you have. There's so much that I want to pour out when it comes to speaking, because I love this. This topic gets me fired up. And the fact that I get to do this for a living is freaking crazy. So thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, please leave me a review because apparently that's a cool thing to do and I never ask people to do it. So I invite you to please do that for me. Thank you for listening and can't wait to connect with you on Instagram. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening. Miigwech, egose, merci. Please don't leave without hearing me tell you that you are worthy and your time is worthy, which is why I'm so happy you chose to listen to this podcast. If there was something in this message that resonated with you, please take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story and tag me at jessicadumas01. Because if you found this helpful, your friends and your cousins will want to know about it. Until next time, decide you are worthy of what you want and go get it.